0: Hello everyone, I'm WTOC Digital Anchor, Jake Wallace. Students will be returning to the classroom for the upcoming school year in just a matter of days. But for some, this back-to-school season is much different than recent ones. Many students have spent the past school year and a half at home learning virtually due to the COVID-19 pandemic. In this podcast, you'll hear tips to help those students be ready for the return to in-person learning. Here are the guests you'll hear from.
1: I'm Melissa Pender, principal over at Coosa Elementary School in Beaufort, South Carolina. Um, We're a school of pre-K through fifth grade, approximately 450 kiddos. This is my third year as principal, and and I started working here in 1998. So I've been here in some capacity, starting as a teacher, assistant principal, and now principal.
2: My name is Richard Cleveland and I am an associate professor at Georgia Southern University. And I uh, am the program director of the counselor education master's degree. And so I'm in charge of the school counseling program. We train uh, school counselors. Um, Prior to coming to Southern, I was a full-time professional school counselor in public schools.
0: Both Pender and Cleveland focus on two major things parents can do to help their students returning to in-person learning after schooling virtually getting them back into a school day routine, and open communication. Pender says those routines are nothing new and aren't complicated, but getting into them early will help on the first day back.
1: Simple routines such as, you know, just like any year, students stay up a little bit later and they get up a little bit later. Getting them into the routines of to bed at a school day bedtime, getting them up on time, uh, getting them used to a healthy, healthy breakfast, getting them into Um, routines of, you know, getting themselves dressed in the morning, going to the table to get their breakfast, backpack by the door.
0: She says those should be done by all parents and students as the school year returns, but can be especially helpful for those who have been virtual learners recently. Cleveland agrees. He also says parents should help their students be ready to be in a different environment than they may have gotten used to. He says students need to be ready for more structure than they may have had virtually.
2: There's a lot of freedom Oftentimes that parents and students cite when they talk about learning at home or online learning. And so by nature of being in the classroom and being around all these other learners, a lot of times, you know, that may not be feasible. They need that structure. And so preparing the kids of getting back into the routine that, you know, it's great to have creativity. It's great that you have your interests, you want to pursue them. And the, there's a structure here. We, you know that we're going to be doing these activities throughout the day and you may not be able to get to call the shots every single time and prepping them for that. So it isn't just a sudden, wait a minute, I've been learning all year long and I got to choose what I wanted to do and when I wanted to do it.
0: Cleveland also suggests getting your student ready to be in a more focused environment.
2: A lot of times learning at home or online learning can introduce a lot of interruptions. Um, if we're generous, maybe we'll call it multitasking that, hey, while I'm learning, I also leveled up in Minecraft or whatever it may be. And so. Um, really starting to prepare my learner as they're going back that, you know, you may have to go an extended amount of time than you're used to at home. It, it could be no problem if you're learning in the kitchen. I don't have the music going on and, and you can pause it and come get a snack, come get a break. Well, well what, how long was that? That might not be feasible in the current school environment.
0: While routine and structure are important, both Pender and Cleveland say there is the other matter at hand when talking about virtual students returning to the classroom
2: specifically by nature of um of of covid and learning at home and now coming back masks no masks vaccines all of this going on is um, the heart or the feelings part of all of this
0: that's where both pender and cleveland say regardless of the age of the student communication is key they say that communication should happen with openness and honesty
1: one of the most simplest things is not sugarcoating anything. We need to be asking our children, are you worried about anything? I know you haven't been in school for, you know, some of these kids a little over a year. You haven't been in school, is there anything that you're worried about? And and that is the best way of communication, the honesty.
2: What is it that's important for us? What are we doing for our health? What is our standards, our beliefs all all of this wrapped up about um, masking, about vaccines, about washing our hands, even, all of these things, and then knowing what it's going to be like at the school and helping my student in that transition. And, and I don't mean, I mean, yes, of course, preparing ahead of time. I also mean checking in with them, you know, in the same way, if they were starting a new school or a new learning format, I'd want to check in. Hey, how's it going? Um, and, you know, well, tell me about this and let helping them process it, listening to them. Uh, that way, not only um, do I know what's going on as the parent, I'm also able to show them, hey, you know, it's okay to wonder about all this. It's okay to not understand it and to come ask.
0: Pender adds those communication lines don't need to just include parent and student. She says parents who have concerns or questions should always reach out to their student's teacher or school. While older students more than likely have past in-person learning experiences, some younger students may be heading into the classroom for the very first time. The first day of school can come with its own jitters and potential challenges, but those may be exaggerated if a student's only school experience thus far has come virtually. Cleveland says communication and preparation remain valuable in those situations, but he adds staying positive in that communication and preparation can help ease the transition.
2: I think preparation is really great in terms of um, are we talking about it um, and honestly and earnestly talking about it with an air of excitement, air of excitement. Hey, you know what? Boy, next in two weeks, you get to start school and you're going to the school. Now it's going to be different having those conversations with my child so that they know I'm aware and I'm listening and I I know there's going to be uh, potentially challenges, but uh, I'm excited about it, and they can take that cue.
0: Pender adds, showing young kids ahead of time exactly what to expect can also help calm those first day jitters.
1: Having our younger students picking out their, you know, we have uniforms here in South Carolina or in Beaufort County, so having them pick out their uniform and and having that prepared for them and their items by the door. Taking their kiddo to the bus stop, you know, to let them see where you're going to be catching the bus, or this is where you're going to get out in the car rider line. This is how you unbuckle your seatbelt and so forth, you know, because it's a kiss and go here, (laughs) other than on the first day of school. So just really fostering independence of our younger students.
0: Back to school can always bring out nerves and anxiety, but also excitement. For those returning to the classroom for the first time since COVID-19, those could be even more present than normal. But Cleveland and Pender say all students can get this school year off to a great start even if they haven't been in the classroom for a while. They say preparation and open communication are the best ways of doing so.
2: I know there can be a lot of trepidation and and then ratchet everything up with all that's going on. And so I, I think really, um, I think it's just my encouragement to parents is just start preparing now. You know, in these last couple of weeks before or this week before school starts, get them ready, prepare, and then um, just continue to check in with them and be in communication uh, with your child, um, and, um, and and hang in there.
0: Thanks to Melissa Pender and Richard Cleveland for taking the time to speak with me. For more back-to-school information on your student's school district, as well as tips for all students and parents, go to the Back to School page at our website, wtoc.com backtoschool. That's back, the number two, school.